Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs coming at you, and on the line for an interview today is Bears tight end Daniel Brown. Brown went undrafted in the 2015 NFL Draft and later signed with the Ravens as an undrafted free agent out of James Madison. After a stint in Baltimore, he was claimed off waivers by the Bears and has been with the team since. So, Daniel, thanks again for joining me today. And how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. So let's go all the way back, man, to your college career. You had 91 total receptions, 1,450 yards, and 17 touchdowns in 38 games. So... I have to ask you, were you pretty certain that you were going to go undrafted? Yeah, I, I, I pretty much, I, it was a long, for me, it was a long shot. There was, there was no way I was going to get drafted. So I, I was already in the mindset of, uh, you know, just trying to catch onto a team somewhere at the undrafted route. Can you talk a little bit about that process? And how did you handle all the different inquiries? How did you and your agent handle that entire process? Yeah, um, it was it was stressful, um, you know, because you basically just you watch the draft and then you basically just sit around you sit around the phone for the next day or so waiting waiting to see what your agent has for you. <clears throat> and ours really wasn't that tough of a decision, you know. The only team that we had was. Um, was Baltimore, um, and really all they offered was a just a rookie minicamp tryout. So I kind of went there on a uh, 
tryout basis. And um, just like the three-day rookie camp that they do after the draft, ended up, you know, catching some eyes and going well enough to where they uh, made, made a spot for me on the roster. So, Daniel, what do you remember about that training camp experience with the Ravens? Um, my whole, my whole mindset going to that was just, um, just put good stuff on film. Cause I, you know, I know, I know that the, from, from your uh, previous stories that, that catching on to a team as an undrafted kid isn't always the easiest. Um, but I knew that there was 31 other teams in the league. So my whole mindset was just to put something good on film, um, and just do what I can, and um, the rest was out of my control. So you just kind of just control what I can control. What would you say was the most difficult part of your transition from college to the NFL? Um, I would just say like the the game speed. Um, you know, you can kind of in college you can kind of get away with being the better athlete. Um, you know, just being a better football player. But then when you get to the NFL, it's basically all the best college football players on the same field. So everybody's fast, everybody's strong. Um, so probably just the speed of the game was probably probably the biggest adjustment for me. What was it like playing for John Harbaugh during that brief stint, given his track record as a Super Bowl winner? Right. Um, he's a great coach. Um, I think he relates well to players, and uh, he knows how to get – the most out of his players. Um, and I know that I, I learned a lot from him cause he had a, you know, a special team background, um, in Philadelphia. And, you know, that's really how an undrafted kid can make his way in the league or is the easiest way to make the, his way into the league is, is through special teams. Um, so he had a lot of interactions. Uh, I think he's a, you know, he's a great coach. Um, I enjoyed, enjoyed my time being around there. Um, Oh, yeah, I've good things to say about John. Now, Daniel, I have to ask you, man, out of curiosity, did you ever have one of those welcome to the NFL rookie moments? And if so, what can you say about that moment? Um, I wouldn't even say that it was uh, maybe really on the football field. It was probably, probably in training camp when everybody had to do their rookie show. Um you know, you get you get you get put in front of a auditorium full of you know grown men, and you're just you know fresh out of college, and uh, you know you've never really had experience anything like that. And then they make you go up there <clears throat> with no music or anything, and they make you just sing a song. And, you know, you have to go up there and you have to tell them you're signing bonus and when you were drafted. And of course, I went up there and I said I'm drafted. I didn't have a signing bonus, so Terrell Suggs said he would offer to give me twenty dollars if I did well my performance <laughs> um but that was kind of like my off the field welcome to the welcome to the show um i don't know that i really had like a on the field moment right, that i can really you know think of off the top of my head moving along october 24th 2016 the bears claimed you off waivers what did it mean to you to get another opportunity to showcase your talent in the nfl uh, it was, for me, it was, it was, uh, nice, you know, to be, I was going somewhere where I, you know, I felt wanted, um, you know, I, I had bounced back and forth off practice squads in Baltimore, you know, 
back and forth. Um, and I started my second season on the practice squad after Chicago had kind of <clears throat> tried to persuade me to kind of join their practice squad after the preseason, but I ended up staying in Baltimore. And then they came, they came to me in week four and said that they were going to claim us off the practice squad. And then Baltimore ended up activating me to, uh, to stay there. And then about three weeks later, uh, Baltimore cut me. So at that point I knew, um, that I was pretty much going to be out of Baltimore, which is always hard. Um, you know, you spend a year and a half there, you make friendships and stuff, but then, you know, it's a kind of a fresh start when you get claimed like that, but it's also, you know, a new opportunity to kind of showcase your skills. Speaking about being on the practice squad on and off, can you talk about the daily grind of what that experience is like having to go up against the first teamers every single day in practice? Uh, it's, it's tough, um, mentally and physically, um, knowing that, you know, you're basically, you're, you're a body that gets, you know, the, the starters ready for, for their games. Um, so you're doing, you know, the most, you know, some, sometimes they ask you if you guys are getting hurt, they ask you to play, you know, a scout look on defense for the offense. So you're pretty much a, a body that just, you know, is there to get the starters ready. Um, but it's also a great opportunity to kind of showcase what you can do against starters. I, I know that's how I kind of made my way to the active roster was by doing really well um, in practice against the starting defensive backs. And I remember the conversation I had with uh, Coach Harbaugh when they decided to activate me, um, talking about, you know, how well I practiced and they felt like that I was ready. And he asked some of the defensive backs if they thought that I would be ready to play in a, um, an actual game. And I think they ended up uh, giving him, you know, po- a positive response is kind of which led my way to the active roster. On November 27th of the 2016 season, you caught your first career touchdown reception in a loss to the Tennessee Titans. But nonetheless, what do you remember about that play? And did you keep the ball for memories? I did. Um, so it was a funny story because that you know, at the time, uh, we were, you know, the Bears were kind of injury plagued, and uh, Matt Barkley was was the starting quarterback at that point, and it was actually his first touchdown in the NFL too. So we kind of had this little, we kind of had this little uh, conversation about who was going to keep the ball, and then ultimately, you know, I was the last one to touch it, so I ended up keeping it. Um, to this day, he still asked for it. Oh um, man! But. Uh, no, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where you you try to you try to look back and remember, but I just feel like there was so much adrenaline. I kind of like blacked out. Didn't I can't really remember how the play even actually went. I was just you know the, the excitement of getting your first touchdown. That's an awesome moment for sure. One that you will be able to, I guess, remember and, and cherish as you continue your NFL career. But my next question. At 6'5", 243 pounds, I'm sure that you've blocked a number of talented edge rushers and linebackers, both in practice, on the practice squad, and during a game. So who would you say has been one of the toughest defensive players to move off the line of scrimmage? Uh, that one's easy. Uh, Cleo Mack. Oh, man. <laughs> Just having to face him at the game practice. Um he's a special player. Uh, that's, that's definitely the, 
I don't know. I've seen anybody like him. You know, as as quick as he is off the ball and the way he bends, and you know, he's not the the biggest guy, but the the power that he has. Um, you know, there's a reason why he's the highest paid defensive player in the league, but he's definitely the hardest guy I've ever had to block. So what does Khalil Mack bring to the team? I mean, it seemed like that was a big trade that sent shockwaves through the NFL. Ryan Pace made the big move for Chicago. And that defense under Vic Vangio, who's now the Broncos head coach, they were lights out, man, this season. So can you talk about Khalil Mack, his leadership, and how the team responded to him? I think he's brought like a a presence and a, like an attitude to that defense. I mean, the defense was already good. Um, but I don't, I don't think that the defense had like a, a league standout, like superstar. Uh, there's a lot of good players. There's a good defense with a good scheme and good coaching, but they were missing like a, a big time superstar. And then when they got him, um, when you add a superstar to an already talented defense, um, I mean, you can see what happened, but I just think that he brought he brought like just the, the presence of him being on the defense. I think changed a lot. Now you were a member of the Bears active roster for this past season, 2018, in which you finished with a 12 and four record in Matt Nagy's first year as the head coach. Can you talk about the culture of the locker room and how Nagy helped establish? a new vision for the team? Yeah. Um, yeah, he did a, he did a great job. And he, what, what he did in changing culture was, was the accountability. I know from the start that he held everybody to, um, you know, that he was going to change the culture. And if you didn't want to be a part of it, you know, you would be, you wouldn't be there. So a lot of people bought in very quickly. And then he just made it fun uh, to come to work. I know, I know winning, helps a lot, you know, because there's a lot of people in that locker room who had been part of some struggling seasons in Chicago, but, you know, when you're winning, it's, it's a lot more fun, but he just made it fun to come to work. Um, you know, there was never one point in the season where you heard people complaining about, you know, practice or anything like that. It was everybody wanted to come to work and get better, and I think that's just a testament to the accountability he held everybody to and everybody buying into it. So what was the atmosphere like at Soldier Field every home game, and what makes it a special place to play? Uh, this year was, was insane. Um, you know, I think Chicago, the you know, Bears fans deserved, you know, uh, a great season like that. You know, it had been a while. You know, they'd seen a lot of bad football for a few years, um, and I think – you know, once we started winning, it just brought a different type of excitement to the city. And then, you know, it was something everybody wanted to see. And then I know Coach Nagy really kind of challenged challenged the uh, the fans to make it like, you know, protecting Soldier Field and making it one of the tougher places to play in the league. Um, but the atmosphere this year was was absolutely amazing. What can you say about Mitchell Trubisky and his development as not only a player, but also a leader off of the field as well. Right. Uh, I think Mitch, is, Mitch has a very high ceiling. Um, and you can see it, you know, just being around him in practice and in games um, and how much he improved this year that he just has so much talent and so much potential. And then, 
I think what helped him so much this year was putting a lot of playmakers around him. Um, it was easy for him. You know, just it was not one guy he had to focus on. He had so many guys he could get the ball to that just helped him out. And then off the field, he took a huge step in being a leader. Um, you know, I think everybody looks to a quarterback to be the leader of your offense and, and your team. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard for him. You know, or I would say it's hard for him. It's hard for anybody coming into you know, the second year to, to, you know, to be that vocal leader. But I think he took a huge step in, in doing that this year. Now, Daniel, on a personal note, you are set to become an unrestricted free agent when the new league year begins on March 13th. So have you given any thought as to what you may do or how you're going to handle the process? Yeah, um, we've had you know, talks with, with the Bears and, um, you know, they want me back and, and I enjoy and I enjoy being here um, and I like what's, you know, what's in, what's in place uh, with the culture and where the organiz- organization's headed. Um, but I think I also owe it to myself, you know, having earned the right to be a free agent um, or unrestricted free agent to to see what my value is and, and to test the market and then you know just kind of let the chips fall where they may you know whether it's here or somewhere else but um you know it'll, it'll be an exciting time is there a specific style of offense that would maybe suit your skill set the best um you know not that not that i know of i think that um i think that my skill set would fit you know, in just about any offense, I know that the offense that Coach Nagy had this year was was a lot of fun to play in. It's a very tight end friendly offense. Um, it allows you to split out, so it kind of goes back to like my my wide out days where I get to split out. Um, so I felt very comfortable in this offense. But I don't, I don't think I would limit to myself in just saying that I, I would just be in a pass friendly offense. I think I could play in just about any offense. So what are you doing to improve your skill set this off season and who are you training with? Um, I'm still at the, um, well, for now, for the first half of my training, I am, uh, I'm in Chicago just using the, the Bears facility and the strength coaches here. Um, and then <clears throat> the second half, I'm going to head to Florida for a little bit of like, you know, just speed, speed training uh, before OTA starts. So, Really, the first half of my training is basically just getting stronger and um, uh, just for you know just the strength part of the weight room, and then the second half when I go to Florida, be more of a speed-based uh, training. And what would be your message to NFL teams that may consider you in free agency, and what intangibles do you bring to the table? Um, I think they're going to get a guy who works hard. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, could, I could be labeled, you know, as a receiving tight end, just, you know, based on my, my history and then I guess, you know, my size. But <clears throat> I'm a guy who doesn't mind, you know, sticking his face in there in the run game, um, who can also, um, you know, I think I can make an impact as far as a, as a receiver, you know, in, in any offense. And I know I've, I've got a, a lot of uh, play time on special teams, so I'm a guy who can contribute there too. I think just just get a guy who you know who's going to come to every come to work every day and work hard. Right on. Well, Daniel, again, man, I appreciate you taking the time to join the podcast, and 
I wish you the best as you prepare for your next journey here in free agency. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon and God bless. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.